welcome to the bonus episode of Bedside Conies. We are live in a Kansas City hotel room. It is 12.25 a.m. Sunday, January 29th, 2023. <clears throat> and we've been drinking. Actually, speaking of, I'm going to get a water and uh, we, have, we have more beers too, yeah, right? we do have beers. I'm gonna, yeah, get, a, stock I'm gonna get a beer. Crack something. Okay, so today is the day of the AFC Championship game against the the Chiefs, who I'm utterly convinced don't have fans. At least they're all hibernating in the whim of of Kansas City, Missouri. Also, that needs to be talked about. How fucking confusing it is that there's a Kansas City, Missouri, and there's a Kansas City, Kansas. I mean, we we went five minutes down the road to dinner, and we were in Kansas. No one talks about yeah. how I didn't know it was half that border. Half. I didn't know it was like half the city was over there. Yeah. Also, okay, we can keep going because anything can be cut. But to, yeah, to start the week, I had two people say something about like. I was like, yeah, I'm going to the game. And they're like, oh, damn, how far is Kansas? I'm like, well, it's not in Kansas. Ah, uh, yeah. But, but it turns out, like, half this city is in Kansas. I mean, I mean, we, we Ubered to the barbecue joint, which... That place was on the same street as our hotel. If we're going to give any respect to Kansas City, that barbecue... That barbecue was, was fire. Was worth the hype. Was it worth two hours, though? No. No. Uh, yeah. As, as we said when we Here's sat down, was it good? Was it worth it? It was really good. It wasn't was, worth it. All things considered, though, like what was all? What was our alternative if we didn't go there? Like we were, we were already there like 20, 30 minutes. Ubers were another fifteen minutes away to go somewhere else. I don't think we really had another option at that point. So we. It's a really good point. I think we made the right call. It was, it was really fucking good. Dan, I think you were the only one that said you were a little disappointed in it. I was just a little disappointed because, like, I've been like pre like pre exposed to really good barbecue like in Dallas so like I was a little let down like as far as the quality and the brisket mainly but the ribs I think were the best that I've ever had so I will still hype up like Kansas City barbecue but there was a little to be desired there for me no I think that's fair also sorry to cut you guys off I'm gonna do it really quick just an intro cause none of you guys have been on the pod yet so not like full blown intros that I've been doing but we have Corey, Shooter, Corey, aforementioned Bob, Shooter, aforementioned Shooter, and Dan Dog, aforementioned Dan Dog, on the pod. We're not going to do full intros because all three of them are probably going to be on the pod eventually, so welcome to the mystery, but all huge Bengals fans, all from Hamilton, Ohio, which is the, the motherland. But anyways, back to the conversation. I do agree. It just the ribs were the only thing where I went. Yeah, that was that it hit really the and that, that like really blew you away. That hit the that blew it was the all lid. really good, but like I Did feel like I feel like the the ribs was the ribs was the first time where I was like shit. Okay, yeah, that was this, the only this, thing this place I, is, I was like this place good. was different. Like yeah, did I they agree. blow you away though? The ribs. The ribs did. They weren't the best ribs I've ever had. They were the best ribs I've had. Anytime oh, I've ever okay. heard of like Kansas City barbecue, it's always about like been about the ribs. So yeah, like yeah. that was the they only thing up, that they I lived was, up like, to it. They did, and that was like the only thing that I was like kind of like keyed up uh, on because like 
the brisket when I got it, it was like kind of flimsy. Like they were just like little flimsy pieces. That, I do like, I do think I think brisket is like the best like test or the most telltale sign of a barbecue joint that really has their shit figured out. Yeah. You know, like brisket can brisket can be poorly done. That's really the rest true. and like like pulled pork. Like at the end of the day, like yeah, you can tell between like great pulled pork and like decent pulled pork, but pulled pork is pulled pork. That's fair. Yeah. Brisket, like you can have really bad brisket. For reference, like too, really bad. What? How long did we wait? It was an, an hour and forty five minutes, at least, yeah. and I mean, it was if, only an hour forty five. It wasn't two hours. It wasn't easy. two. If four hundred people went through that line, I mean. 360 were wearing orange and black. Yeah. Yeah. So and they all got a quality meal. Yes. I think there's two two parts to what we need to talk about. It needs to be said that we had so much discussion at whatever the last bar was that we were at where we we oh all gosh. four said, "God damn it, I wish we were on the mic right now because <laughs> we're having good good hootay chat chatter." Topical. But yeah. I think the two parts of this conversation needs to start with Kansas City review because mm-hmm. I don't none of us have been here right never been and then number two is let's discuss the game can we should we first quickly because I feel like going right into it we haven't broke down the Bills game that's a good point we can, I mean it can be quick right it, there's not too much to I say. mean everyone said anything we're can we say. can we at this point hot take close out. Corey's been so ready for us. He's had hot takes. <laughs> He's had a shotgun shell of hot takes. I don't know if this is even a hot roll. take. Can we close out the Burrow Allen? Yeah, no, it's that's yeah. like yeah, the it's, Burrow it's, Mahomes. It's, two. it's down it's to two. Yeah, yeah. The Burrow Mahomes is one thing. Like yeah. we know Mahomes. The Burrow Allen is, and we're definitely biased, but like I think it's dumb to say if Burrow beats him again at his place then in Mahomes in might that be better. That Mahomes is better? No, I'm, I think I think it's dumb to say that Mahomes is better. Yeah, that for sure. Point. Like if Joe wins tomorrow, I think you have to. Yeah, I think you pretty much have to put the whole thing to bed. Completely agree. Yeah, it's. it's I think it's the classic like. Oh God, this is so fucking ridiculous to say because I do agree with the the national narrative of if if Mahomes has a has a Super Bowl and Burrow doesn't, then how can you say that Burrow is better? Yeah, but. If Burrow just keeps beating Mahomes, it's Peyton and Tom all over again. Peyton's the better passer. Peyton's the better quarterback. But he just can't beat yeah, Tom Brady. But Tom's he the just winner. can't Tom's beat him. Tom's the winner. But Tom just keeps fucking winning because he just is that guy. But if Burrow can't win the chip, then that's a different conversation. Being the being but, the Tom you know, Brady of the conference is a whole different. You know story. what? I'm kind of like sick of hearing though. I just saw this on. Uh, um, Whatever show Kay Adams was on before. What was, Good Morning Football. Good Morning Football, yeah. On NFL Network. Whoever is like backfilling Kay Adams. I think, is it Colleen Wolf or no, something like that? No, it's Jamie Adderall. Or, I don't know yeah, how to say yeah, your last yeah. name. Jamie Adderall. Jamie Adderall. Jamie, whenever you um, get this. Yeah. I saw that clip of her talking about if Burrow doesn't win it all this year, like his legacy is in trouble. I'm like, that's it, not what it is said. his second full year. Yeah, that's not what she said, though. She got that, shit on okay, that. But, but that that was, though. Like she, she was basically saying, like, his legacy is in question if he doesn't get it done this year, is what she was saying. I think her, her perspective was the Bengals want to be respected, and if you want to be respected, win the bowl. 
which I agree is yeah. insane to just well, put that it is, on it be, because because it's like thirty one teams don't win the bowl yeah and so, exactly. so and so we only respect but one I don't think she was putting it on Burrow but also also like can we just acknowledge how crazy it is to be throwing around the legacy word when he is in it's his crazy. second full season. 26 years Who ca- Like, who is talking about legacy it's right sick. now? Yeah. We're talking about go out and win the Bengals a Super Bowl, man. Yeah. Like, we're not talking legacy. Motherfucker has made it to two AFC yeah. championships in three and, years. And we're, and we're talking and about his We're talking about his team. lack of a legacy already. <laughs> what, that is so stupid. I love it. I honestly... It's so dumb. It's the best argument I could fucking ask for. Okay, let's reel it back. To, to, it to back. piggyback off the Bills, Bengals, to go into yeah, yeah. the Bean Bills GM Billy comments. Bean or, oh, yeah. Corey did Jason Bean, about whatever his name like, is. Well, What's this guy's he name? He ain't Billy I, Bean. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he ain't Moneyball. Brennan, Brennan Bean. I don't know. Who fucking cares? Okay. Last name is Bean. Yeah. He's Billy Bean's stepbrother. He puts the lotion on the skin or it gets the hose again. <laughs> That's what he fucking sounded like. Yeah, I mean, what? So he said, you know, the Bengals had to go through some lean years. Yeah, we've been going through some lean years since the the late late nineties. The late nineties. Oh yeah, I was gonna say. And how many to get Burrow? Right, that was his. You know, to get Burrow, to To get get Jamar. Yeah. Would we be the team that we are if we did not revamp the O line? If we did not get Hilton if we did not get Von Bell if we like dude there is a good stat out there about like the whole defense is basically all free agent signings smart free agent signings like a lot of really like Duke Tobin went fucking sicko mode and that's when you just gotta tip your cap to Duke and say thank you for giving us this team because we went out and we got DJ Reader. We went out and we got Von Bell. We went out and we got Mike Hilton. I forgot that's that we also, didn't draft Von Bell, too. It's, also, it's also like an interesting case study. Like, if you're a team in the league that is in a position where you're rebuilding, maybe you just got, like, a young quarterback or you got your eyeballs on a young quarterback, do you look at what the Bengals did and do you ask yourself, like, do we just keep drafting offense and go yeah. defense purely free agency? Because yeah. that's basically what the Bengals have done. They and just, it's worked. They it's worked. Thing, though, but also, like, not Joe every, not every don't team. exist, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, like, I mean, like, just looking at that the defense. An anomaly. Lou, Lou Anarumo doesn't grow, grow on trees. No. Yeah. I mean, that Is guy. Is a sixth choice? Yeah. Sixth Sorry, choice. Yeah. Sixth choice. choice. Also, I was forgetting, we got Trey Henderson in free agency, too. Like, and I, the, and probably the I best was, player on our defense. I was so yeah. out on that free agent signing, too. Did you guys, do you remember when we first signed him, there was a video that was going, the there was a video going around on Bengals Twitter. It was a cut-up of every Trey Henderson sack from the year before. And every single, I think he had like 10 sacks, I think 8 or 9 of them. It was a play where Cam Jordan just blew up the pocket, yeah. and Trey was in the right place at the right time. I remember watching that, and I was like, "Dude, we just wait- bullshit." I was like, "We wasted so much money. This is so dumb." And I can see thank, why. Though. Thank God, thank God. A couple months later, I got proven so wrong, yeah. and that has happened so many times with like this front office. Like, I have been out on some of the moves that they made just because, like, in my in my head, like past Bengals, like I'm naturally just. Kind of against a lot of the moves. Jamar, Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase. That I was all in on. That one I was but, from day one. But I can that, admit that I was, was few and far one. between. I was wrong on that. I was I was quite because what that was you know Snape. Snape pool. 
Yeah. Penne Sewell, other way around. Penne. Yeah. <laughs> I've been course. drinking. Yeah. I've been drinking. Okay, wait. I, I'm just. I'm just. I'm, 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 I'm glad we brought up. Sene. Yikes! I'm glad we brought up Sene Pool because. Dude, fuck Sene Pool. I need to know. I need to know. I need to know. I need to know though. What was what was our dad's take? My dad, that's at why six. I was so who, in. Who did our dads want at six? My dad kept I, saying, the I will, Bengals haven't been I will good go first. had no line. I will go first. My dad was beating the drum that entire offseason for Penne Sewell. He yep. said, we don't need Chase. We don't need him. So it was Ralph the Third. What was Dude, Steve Sowers saying? was always on Jamar. Good yes. for him. He's you know a sharp. Why, you know He's why, a sharp. You know why Steve, what were your dads saying? You know why Big Steve Bob. was in on that? Because Steve was a playmaker. That's a fact. Steve, skill, skill Steve, wanted, Steve wanted the ball in his hands, and he was like, just give me the fucking ball, and we'll figure but, it out but, later. But, but so does Sene Pool. That's a fact. <laughs> on third down, when the playoffs are on the now, line. All right, hang on. In all, in all, you know, bringing it back, you, know, you still, you still so have to give Bengals credit for that pick. The whole they made world, the right call. The whole yeah. world oh, yeah. was yeah. telling them Sene Pool. All right. No, I think I think I think it was a 50-50 split. It was. It was it was 50-50. I don't, I don't know. I would I would argue. It was it was I remember down. sitting it, it in It seemed fucking... to me like a lot of boomers Bengals fans were all yeah. Sewell and everyone else was like, "Hey, today's NFL, like just go go best which, player available," and, which was and you can't blame what? them. Jamar just won us. I mean, he won us the AFC last the, the, year. The, the, dude, the like, Bengals the Bengals don't make the playoffs last year without Jamar. No. He, this no, year's different story, major, but but Jamar is so important. No. We don't even sniff it. No. And this is a little sidetrack as well, but, you know, it has to be touched on. Uh, you know, it, I touched on the Bengals signing Trey Hendrickson, which was probably the biggest free agent signing. And Shooter was very, you know, he was very pessimistic of this signing. Oh, here we go. And, uh, what I received. You know, I think it's probably <laughs> the funniest story because, you know, I agreed with what he was saying. When he was talking about Trey Hendrickson, like he said, like, you know, the... You know, the Cam Jordan, like, plays where Trey Hendrickson was just eating up all of the Cam Jordan pressure sacks. Just walking in the sacks. He said, Dan, this guy looks like a make-a-wish. Like, he looks like... I a, remember this. He looks like a make-a-wish kid. He looks, I mean, like, the, he looks like the 2K guy with all the swag. Like, like the mean, sleeves, but no no gloves. No, he has zero swag. There's, yeah. there's zero swag. Yeah. There's but, no you know, what's coming to fruition, although that is funny as hell, Trey Hendrickson is just the guy that just shows up with no gloves, works his ass off, Dude. and just... I mean, not, not only that... Coming 100% every, every snap. Not only and, that, Trey Hendrickson has come into our city, and he's absolutely cucked me. He was my girlfriend's Twitter avi for like three weeks. I every time he makes a play, I have to hear about how nice his smile is. He has come in and just absolutely owned me. Not even, <laughs> good, owns me. Not even a good looking. Yeah, guy. I mean to no. make that statement like when you're he does watching have a nice smile, the though. defense. Who are you watching? You're watching Trey Hendricks. Yeah, yeah. Against Josh Allen, you're watching Trey Hendricks. You literally, as a Bengals fan, you're like. Trey, get get to him. Get to yeah. him. Trey, yeah, get you to are. Him. That is that yeah. is. I love Sam on, on, on third down. That's true. Yeah, it's a fact. I'm 100 yeah, percent of all about Trey. I feel like I'm, like first and second first down. And I'm second like, down, DJ, I, stop I, the run. Yeah. I don't know. Stop I don't. I mean, I love. Dude. I mean, Mike Hilton is dog. He's crazy. Dog. He's crazy. Dog. And he, I mean, dude, the the, the cut the cut up videos of him on him against the Bills. He was like dropped in coverage as like a safety. And then blitzing from there, dude. Which, first of all, I Lou, is, see that. Lou is insane. I want to see that all. Lou's insane. 
I want to see that all twenty-two so bad. I've seen it. It was and and, yeah. and people people is were he criticizing. That fast? He's that fast, he but also like, but that's he, such a good design. Like that, like people were criticizing Allen for not seeing that, and then like I saw it's because they were wearing white jerseys. But, but I saw, I, yeah, they couldn't fuck. see, they couldn't see the orange helmets <laughs> flying through the snow. What a wild but post! I, I, <laughs> I, the New York I, post. I saw people like coming to Allen's defense, being like, "Yo, that is on the tackle." Like Allen is looking at a corner that is fifteen yards off line. Like no, he yeah. doesn't think he's blitzing. Yeah, yeah, you know? you like, but, but what do you do about that? If if your if your back end coverage is that good to hold hold the ball for long enough for Hilton to blitz in from this deep secondary, like what like how are how are you giving up yards yeah. that way? And I mean, like, Woos was, you know, probably the biggest hit of the year. But mm. yeah, could you argue that having Hilton and these I mean, granted because of the I mean, he couldn't really play against the Ravens in slot. Who Hilton? Yeah, just because of the way they ran their offense. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Also, who was the Ravens slot? Like who? I think it was more well, so just you, like they just, just. We had to just. They were running too yeah, wide. Yeah, That's yeah, it. Yeah. There was no reason to go. Yeah, like there wasn't a slot. That was kind of what I was getting. At. Like yeah. they actually. Okay, this is something we were talking about at the bar that I want to bring up, and I feel like I don't know. One of you three will have a good answer for this because I don't understand football well enough to get this. I don't. Okay, what's I understand what like drop eight is, right? Like you drop eight, you got three down linemen. What's the difference between an off ball linebacker being actually sorry, I'm making this more confusing. What's the difference between Mike Hilton being in the game and Trey Flowers being in the game? They would never be in the game at the same time, right? Or explain that to me like a Oh, five. I I think they I think they are in the game at the same time. I think Trey Flowers comes in and like the dime. So like when there's but, four four corners on the field, but isn't that what Mike Hilton does too? No, Mike Hilton's out there every nickel situation anytime. Yeah, so like Diggs, nickel and dime. Like so, yeah, for yeah, instance, yeah. Diggs only lines up in the slot like thirty percent of the time. Okay, and are this, you talking St- Stefan or Travon? Yeah, Stefan, Stefan okay. Diggs. Yeah, yeah. And so like those situations, say, we're talking Cowboys. I'm camp, fucking camp, yeah, yeah, totally yeah, right. Words, like, but yeah, Hilton's gonna be in there. To cover a good slot receiver. Yeah. Okay. But Diggs is only going to line up in the slot 30% of the time. Okay. But also, like, so, like, tomorrow, Trey Flowers is going to have, like, a very limited role. But his role will be, like, anytime Kelsey is off the line of scrimmage, Trey Flowers is probably going to be chest to chest with him. Just goes up, yeah. and he's going to go jam him up at the line, and he's going to have overtop help. So they're going to be covering Kelsey – Double, no matter what the mm. fuck they do, because I mean it's proven. You know they had Canarius Tony, they had um. Miko Cart like Miko Hardman, but Kelsey is their tried and true offense. Like when they're gonna throw the ball, they're going to Travis. Everything Kelsey. rolls and around you, him, and you saw yeah. what happened. Like the Jaguar. So like I feel like with the Chiefs, right? You can take one of two strategies. You can either choose to, like throw all your defensive bodies at Kelsey, take him out of the game and make everybody else beat you, or you can do vice versa. Like, put everybody on everybody else, let Kelsey get his. The Jaguars opted to let Kelsey get his. Did work. And what did he do last week? He caught 14 balls. That seems dumb. That's like, I, And, and that, I, want, I want to say, like, a dozen of them were for first downs. That is not like, how you win football games. Why would you, let, why would you let Kobe go for 81? 
Yeah, yeah it's stupid. Like that it's stupid. But like that, those are like the two philosophies when you have someone that is that good and like transcends the game like that. And I love that and Rumo and his you know three games against the Chiefs. He has proven like, hey, Kelsey's their best player. Why not just focus the defense on him and make them go elsewhere? And Kelsey, Kelsey will always get his. You know, you're never gonna shut him out. But like, the Bengals have done a good job of limiting him every time that they played. That's why schematically this game will be interesting because you don't. Tyreek Hill, granted, yeah, they have Juju. They picked up Valdez Gantling, but it's nothing like you don't have to scheme around those guys like you have to scheme around Tyreek Hill. So you have Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey in the mix. And so, like, and we all agreed the Bengals team this year would beat the Bengals of last year by probably 14. You did say that within like ten minutes of walking into the hotel room. Yeah, that was bold. <laughs> I don't, I don't I mean, disagree with you. I'm just like, fourteen's a lot. Fourteen's a lot of points. This team, this team is better. Fourteen's they're a better. Lot. They're better. Fourteen's a lot. It would be a one score game. It would be a one score game. We just saw that this team would game. win. I think your point was the Bengals are a much better. Am I saying the spread would be fourteen points? No, obviously. I know what you're saying. I'm not saying this is a real. I get where you're coming from, but. I think the point is the Chiefs aren't as good as they were last year. The Bengals are better. I don't know. See, that's where I'm gonna I'm gonna have you walk that back just a hair because okay. I think this Chiefs defense is better than it was last year. A lot better. This Chiefs defense is trending up. D line the last dude the no. last I think Spagnola the, just got another year with these guys. The last like two the players. last two months or so, the Chiefs defense yeah. has actually been balling. That has me a little bit worried for tomorrow. Who are these two corners that are we're worried Trent about? Trent McDuffie and from Washington, who is he's a dog. Um, the other one was like a third or fourth rounder. Yeah. What's his name? Oh, fuck, I forget his name. But um, yeah, that, but both their starting They're... corners are rookies now. But they, they lost Snead and Charvarius Ward. That still but makes me feel confident. They're going against Jamarin and T. Yeah, you know, which, who are both two number ones. ones. Two, yeah. two number ones. ones. But their defense is their defense is good. They're not the Baltimore Ravens defense no. by any stretch of the imagination. But they are a good defense. That but you, you know what else, though? Like, they might not be the Ravens, but at this point, they have the same familiarity with our offense as the Ravens do. They do. That's a good and point. that is what, so, like, that hurts. There, there's actually, like, a big trend in the NFL, like, historically, where divisional games, you know, you play a divisional opponent twice a year. The second time you face a divisional opponent, most of those games go under. And it's because at that point in the season, like, the defenses are very well adjusted and know what the offense they is going to do and stuff like that. And, you know, you don't really see that much in the playoffs, but now it's like, well, shit, we played the Chiefs four times since the beginning of 2022. Yeah. You know, at this point, like, we've played them more than any other team in the league. Like, they, they know what we want to do, um, and vice versa. Yeah. But um, that has me worried, too. Like, the Chiefs, I think, like, at this point, Spagnola is getting round four against our offense. Yeah. He's a good coordinator. He is. He knows see, the stuff. Okay, again, I'm biased, and I'm jumping in here because I'm – admittedly a Steve Spagnola hater because I love Lou and this reason comes from the fact this is also circling back just on life I'm a big fan of someone that can admit when they need to make adjustments Steve Spagnola is one of he'll go down with the ship he is one of the most stubborn motherfuckers on the planet versus Lou comes into the locker room at halftime every game and just takes his playbook and puts it in the fire and is like, 
We're doing something completely different. Fuck, fuck yeah. everything we just said. But from what everything fuck that's Steve. come out against, like, NFL halftimes, what the fuck is there to do at halftime? You know, they come in, they get a drink. You know, they well, cl- hey, clearly there's something. The Bengals are doing Lou's something doing different. Yeah. Lou Didi but there's there is some, dog. there is some, there is something to be chemicals. said. There is something to be said about Steve Spagnuolo having so much pride where he's just he like, is no. so he's stubborn. Like, he's like, dog. Andy, I'm telling you, this was the right call. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm, he's I, like, I, I know they hung 35 in the first half, but we're fine, <laughs> dude. And I swear, the reason that I'm so confident and it makes me sick to my stomach at how confident I am is that he loves to blitz. And Joe Burrow loves, loves to be blitz. Love zero. I mean, and you can't deny like the stats of Mahomes in the first half against us and the second half yeah. are I insane. Mean, it, it's Night and like, day. It, the, There's something happening. I mean, even the, the Chiefs' offense. I I don't know what it was going into like the first time we played them this year, but wasn't it the two games last year? Didn't they have like eight or nine offensive touchdowns in the first half and none in the second half? Yes. Yeah. yeah like like yeah. I think they had. I think they had like they had. On. They had three points total in the second half between the last two games. Okay, going back though. Sorry, I'm cutting off a little bit. But the other thing that I think is super important, and I've said this before this weekend, but honestly, the NFL is all about like if you can rush, if you can rush the football, you're in good shape. Do we have a shot of getting any sort of trench movement? Against the Kansas City Chiefs defensive line, trench movement. I think like can can the Bengals rush offense get a hundred yards? I think with shooter shaking his head, absolutely. Well, here's okay. Hang on. So against the Bills, right? We had a lot going in our favor. We're playing in a snow game. Snow Snow that favors the whole line. One hundred percent. But come on, guys, give us snow. But they played well. You still can't take that away from them. That proved that well, you're yeah. not just going to. You don't want to blitz Joe Burrow, right? No. So what do you do? Do you Steve drop? Do you drop eight? And then, I don't know. I've never had to defend Joe Burrow. Right. So I'm not right. Sure. That's what I'm saying. So so that's what I'm it's saying. True. So that gives Put them opportunity. They're scared. Fuck. Yeah. What do you, you don't do? want to. You're not going to bring. Do you want to bring five or six? And that. Yeah, that hurts the O line, but. And that may hurt the run game, but then you leave Joe Burrow to sit there and yeah. pick you apart. So what what and I what I love about Joe Burrow so much and like so I don't even know there, there's definitely like word is on the street somewhere with like NFL teams, NFL defensive coordinators, like there is a way to stop Joe or at least slow him down. You know, in the NFL there always is to stop somebody. I don't know what it is right now, but I remember at the beginning of the year it was cover two shell. Yeah, two high safeties. Yeah, nothing. And deep. I remember, like that was a big when we started zero two. That was a big thing. Like the Bengals can't beat cover two shell. Well, what does Joe Burrow and that coaching staff do? Since week three, they are the best offense in the league against cover two shell. They they just like they went in the just lab. Eat it up in the middle. They went right? in the lab. They studied a ton of film. And they're like, here's yeah. how we beat it. Yeah, take what they give you. Eat it up in the they, middle. They take away the deep passes, which like last year we thrived on deep balls of Jamar yeah. and T. They're like, okay, we just don't throw verts anymore. That's we just take 15 yards over the middle. Jamar, T, and Tyler Boyd. I mean, T across the middle, yeah, we can talk about Jamar all day. We can talk about, you know, Tyler Boyd's reliability. T across the middle. He's 6'5". So reliable, he's huge. Like, he's huge. You look back at last year's Who AFC championship, him? that was such a key. I mean, Mixon, here's another thing after watching, rewatching the game. 
This is the AFC Championship from last year? From last year. Mixon, he just, he felt like he was running timid and he was running that style where he was trying to pick his holes versus just running. Like, against the Bills, man, yeah. he just... Put your head down. He, yeah. I mean, granted, Him he, and Piran he, had, he had the holes. Ran hard. Yeah, he had the holes. But we ran, Agreed. I just felt like we ran so much more on first down last year. Yeah, well, that was very... so. I, I I rewatched that AFC Championship game last year. I watched it two or three nights ago on YouTube. I was like cutting through it, and it was it was funny. Like it was exactly what you were saying, Corey. Like they kept bringing up like the Bengals were running on first and ten every time, and then finding themselves in second and nine, second and ten. Like Nant, Jim Nance kept commenting on it. He was like, "This Bengals offense has been good, but man, they've had a lot of second and tens. Like it was, well, was, the, the, was because it was so, but but that that was more like predictable play calling than anything. Like okay, here first and ten, they're running again, and then they're gonna get themselves in second long and pass again, well, and and they knew it was coming, but we were just like Burrow's just so good. That's been the difference this the year in the first quarter. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, they, you, think, you think we're up. just gonna come out and that AFC Championship last year? I mean, we ran. I think we we may have picked up a first down, one first down on the first drive, and we ran. The ball and for I mean we haven't done that like, yeah so and to throw out like one of the stats so the Bengals are fourteen of seventeen on third down in the first quarter of the last four games that's pretty good fourteen that's, of seventeen on and third that's, down and that's dude, off to I, a fast I think start. like more than anything on third down like the biggest factor is play calling yeah and oh yeah dude it's, t- Taylor it's has come so far this year again, it's not necessarily running the ball on first down yeah accepting. What doesn't work, you just dude? Because because to... remember last year, like dude, the bang, like you know, we got a lot of the same guys this year as we have last year. But like the difference right there. But but Zach yeah. Taylor last year, he he managed a game like an eleven year old playing Madden. He really did. Like he he managed scared like he he was scared with a lot of the play calling, a very conservative playing it by the book. This year, it's been more. You can tell there's way more Brian Callahan involved in the play calling. I still the third down. I mean, fourteen and seventeen on third down is insane. Fourteen and seventeen. A lot of that, I'm, I, like, it, it has sense. to do with Hayden Hurst. And yeah, you I have how many of those on the first drive? Are you keying on Jamar? You're keying on T, and we're getting five or six yards with Tyler Boyd. We're getting five or six mm-hmm. yards with Hayden Hurst. Yeah, on first down. It's a good point. We're getting ten yards. Trent Irwin. T I sixteen is bomb. Dude, the other thing too, this could just be drunk me talking. When Dan and I went to the wild card game, and you sit up that high and you see what ten yards looks like, you're like, "Brother, that is so simple. It's no, nothing." It's not. But I mean, I'm sure it's a down long there, way. I. But the way those three receivers get out of breaks, you're like, Joe catches the ball, done. Yeah. Jamar doesn't fucking get tackled on the first play or on the first Ever. fucking. Ever. On the first hit, ever. He catches the ball at eight yards. It's a first down every yeah, fucking run, time. Run hitch route every time. It's, it's insane. Uh, it seems so simple. And added it's to not, that mix, though. 10 it's yards, not. I get 10 yards seems not. a lot less when you can mix in, throwing Jamar in the backfield, throwing him in motion, motion. Motion. This is the Kyle Shanahan shit. And you're like, oh, He's shit. making everybody like, think yeah. all the time. Yeah. Also, so, boys, I hate to be like, Throwing a transition here, but like when we talk about Kyle Shanahan motion, this is where we're getting into the territory where we don't know what the hell we're talking about. No, we and, yeah. and, and yeah. at the end of the day, I think like people more than anything, they don't want to hear a, us four idiots talking about X's and O's. 
They want to hear about our experience in Kansas City tonight. Yes. Yeah. We, we went for hold on, let's totally back up. I tried to get us to start talking about Kansas City as a city first. <laughs> and then we just went we, full access and I totally, that's, immediately. And let's be honest. Can I, if, can I throw out one more sat real quick? Go, yes. go, go. Hey, this Corey, is your last chance. Corey was this prepped and loaded. <laughs> I, no, no, I appreciate no, 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 this. No, no, no. This is tight. The Bengals. Quote me if I'm wrong. Someone say this. Three and zero in AFC Championship. No, no. Facts. Are eleven and zero. Going back to last year, we're in scoring uh, first. Okay. When scoring? No, no, no. I think it's when scoring. Yeah, I guess when scoring first. Probably first. first. I guess you would probably score. Probably, probably first. first. You would hope. Yeah, you'd probably hope. But, but the Bengals have also been good when scoring second. I mean, uh, we've beaten the Chiefs every time. Have we? From we have not won a toss this year and deferred. No, yeah, because Joe Joe told Zach I want the yeah. ball. I mean that is which that is sick. And people keep giving us the ball. The difference in Zach Taylor. Yeah. yeah. He well, I think that's the Joe adjusting. Burrow effect on him. Adjusting. He Me. keeps adjusting. Yeah, which I, like I th- hey, I that's something that's something that Marvin didn't do. Didn't Marvin was like very and Marvin was a, for all things considered. He Marvin's around. a good football coach. Good, yeah. not great. Good, turned never around. great, never great. But he turned us from the laughing stock in the league into like at least respectable. We were never a serious threat to win anything. Yeah. No. But turned the Bengals into like a competitor every year. But yeah, that's the thing. Like he was just so set in his ways for years. Yeah. And Zach Taylor, I've been critical about him for most of his tenure in Cincinnati. I hated the hire from day one. I bitched about him and moaned about him for two years. Up until probably like week six or seven of this year, I had my complaints. And I got to say, he is, like a lot of the decisions the Bengals made, he has proven me wrong. Yeah. And I am so glad that I can say that. You know, so we have to talk about uh, our we're, We got to talk about Cincinnati just taking over Kansas City. Yeah, yeah. yeah there is no For Kansas City. Pathetic. It is, well, it is, well it's Sunday. Hey, hey, it ain't going to look like this tomorrow. But, but we have been out on Saturday night, and I mean... It wasn't just one bar. It wasn't uh-huh. just one area. It was Everywhere. starting at the barbecue restaurant. Dude, yeah. that's a really good point. Yeah. And from there, it never. Went. It was on my plane. Because that was ba- that was basically like their banks. Yeah. Right. I mean, that yeah. was their main. Like that was heart of downtown, right in their the middle of their main strip. And For reference, we, we, we went to what four different bars. Power, power and light. Power and light district. Power and light district. Yeah, yeah. which is like. Anybody who's unfamiliar with Kansas City, like myself, and I'm I'm here right now. I'm not familiar with this. I don't I don't know anyone familiar with Kansas City. It is yeah. It is it is the area where like during the world during the World Cup they kept showing like cut-ins of Kansas City in that courtyard. Why? Because there was like a big watch party there, like a bunch of like this is a big soccer town apparently. Why? But I don't know. Soccer's dumb. (laughs) This is besides the point. No. Yeah, they they do. They have a they team. Do? They have Sporting KC or something. Oh, get the. F- yeah, it's so yeah. dumb. I guess we have so dumb. Soccer Shout out dumb. FC Cincinnati. I'm literally wearing the shirt yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah. Regardless, that is like their main. That that's their version of the banks compared to Cincinnati. Yeah. And we were there. At we went to, the majority of the bars in that courtyard, and every single one of them was the same. It was the same 80% Bengals fans. The yeah. whole place. <laughs> the Chiefs fans' only hope was the DJ just drowning us yeah. out with playing the war chant as loud as he could yeah. because he knew that there weren't enough fans to chime in. Just playing like the yeah. traditional so, Native American war chant, and then just it, white people throwing. I mean, it would have been more booze than the war chant because yeah. every time it came, no, out, every single time. Or he blue balled us 
and you know played Welcome to the Jungle, yeah. which only got people hot. That just yeah. pissed me off, you know. Okay, yeah. I think I think here's the thing. I think people underestimate the national media underestimates Bengals fans as travelers, which we've talked over and over again about this. That we said we were going to talk about it when we got on the pod. Shooter, you explain this the best, but the reason being is that there's so much middle class in Cincinnati yeah. that that can afford to be Bengals fans, and now that it's taken this long for the Bengals to be fun, people are like, I have a little bit of discretionary income, fuck it, I'm doing it. I'm doing it, I'm doing it, and yeah. I'm going to keep doing it as long as we're good. So I got, I got two quick thoughts on that. Yeah. First of which... What's beautiful about Cincinnati, and I like like you said, like the reason why they have traveled so well this year and last year too. I mean, you you rewatch some of those playoffs. Doesn't games get last talked year. about enough. You hear it clear as day on the TV. Who day? Who day? And opposing stadiums, dude. Buffalo awesome. was bad. Yeah, yeah. Which Tampa. honestly Tampa was bad. We were there. I mean, me and Het were there, and it was it was clear as day. I mean, yeah. we said we were. I was like, dude, I'm biased, but it feels like fifty percent. I would say probably it unbiased. felt like 50% fans in orange it felt like 80% of the people audio that cared of the yeah, yeah verbal yeah but if I mean if you rewind like five years it's kind of funny looking back like when we were you know the joke of the league just pure dog shit which for I remember like we were know, what for juniors in college I mean most of our lives we were a laughing stock yeah you know like yeah. I mean but I remember looking back, like most of my life, wearing a Bengals hoodie around. Like if I was outside Cincinnati and got like one who day, I would like joke about it to some of my friends, like a separate group chat. Like some of my friends from college or like out of town or whatever, I'd joke with them and be like, just got a who day in such and such city. Like we're a global brand, like joking around, you know? And now it's like, you, totally. come, you come to something like this and the night before the AFC championship in Kansas City, you're walking around their main hub of downtown and it's all Bengals fans. Yeah. It's crazy, but that's what's great about, like, honestly, the sport of football. Like, it appeals so much to the middle class of America where it's, like, it's truly the sport where, like, people that, like, don't have much can be a fan of it, but also, like, the the people that just have enough, that's all they care about, and that's why they come here for these games. Ohio is a big football state, too, like. Big high school football. Yeah, high school football, college football. Florida, you have Louisiana. You have Georgia and you have Ohio, like Texas. Texas, Texas yes. Yeah. I mean, you, no, I'm, I'm not saying you don't throw some other states in there, but I'm saying Ohio's. Yeah, it's big, up there, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's a big reason Cleveland also is. I mean, credit to them. Cleveland's a fucking great fan base. Yeah, it is. They're, they're, they're thick. They're and annoying thin. as hell. They're, but they're, they're thick. They got the shittiest teams in the world, man. And they they, they keep more championships around. than we have, though. I'll give them that. Championships, yeah. <laughs> the Cavs. Oh, I thought you were talking about Cleveland in general. But it's also, it goes back. I mean, the Bengals do a great job, right? I think Cincinnati and Hull does a great job of embracing that culture, embracing their fandom. And like, have they what we were talking about? They have recently, but not not in our entire life. Yeah, you're not going to do it when you win three or four games a year. How are you going to go? Yeah, because no one was. You're not going to go give a game ball to Mount Lookout Tavern. Sorry. We won our third game. Yeah. But, like, no we other beat the franchise Texans. really, you're I'm too more, big market to... I'm more just, like, arguing against... Because we all bitch about the Castellinis 
I, let's not forget that Mike Brown is still a scumbag if it yes. weren't for the Black Browns. Yes. The Backburns. Jesus, I'm yes. hammered. <laughs> Black Browns. <laughs> Max, cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that. <laughs> you can keep it, but like, that was bad. But, for real, Mike Brown is a scumbag. He yeah. just happens to have stumbled upon, stumbled upon and, the Black Browns. And, and Mike who, Brown's son definitely eats glue. <laughs> Definitely Do don't cut video? that. <laughs> that picture that picture of the two of them on the field of Miami is it's so bad. Funny. It's bad. It's so Literally funny. like that just... picture drove me insane for multiple years. Oh, like, because they at are that. billionaires and they are wearing Why this... do they look like that? They look like cut and dry like Max. If you're like, are if, they if you're rich, if you're rich, you can just be good looking. They're, they are Are they billionaires? Are they? I I don't know. Because the Castellini's are questionable. Yeah. No, the Browns. The Browns, I think they are. I think they are, but barely. I think they are, but barely. The Castellinis are one of Okay, the Browns are definitely rather, under three billion, but they're you, billionaires. Would you rather be a billionaire or someone, a, a French a billionaire. billionaire? A yeah, billionaire. You're a fucking, you're a billionaire. They have money to spend, and the owner of the Cincinnati Bengals was wearing a suit that looks like it was made in the 1980s. <laughs> And his son was wearing an oversized suit that looked like it was made in the 1990s. Like, I mean, his son's on the spectrum. Yeah, like, he, for sure. Yeah, he might have to take the fucking short bus to work <laughs> yeah. every day. Like, no shit. Yeah, they. Thank uh, God the Brown, they the Brown family is something. They, you know what? Mike Brown is one lucky son of a gun because I have been just motherfucking him left and right my entire life. Yeah, he's until the last bitch. two years. He finally got a winning team together, and it again, wasn't anything that he did necessarily. Sorry, Corey, I didn't mean to jump your gun, but I just wanted—I don't want people to forget that that motherfucker didn't really do anything. Yeah, he, yeah, he, just, he, yeah he, didn't, no. he didn't build this team. No, no, I'm not, and I'm not saying that at all. But the fan engagement has been good. He's that that has nothing to do with yeah, the, yeah. with the Browns. That yeah. has nothing to do with him. Yeah, that is everything, and I, I'm. It's Katie and Elizabeth. That has everything to do with like a city, not, a city that is like so starving. For I'm not a even crediting them. Yeah. I'm crediting Zach Taylor. I'm crediting our players right now. This team, dude, Tobin, that dude needs way more fucking love. He doesn't even have a GM title. Yeah, that's they won't even up. give him that. That is fucking. We're like, we're, I think we're the only team in the league without a GM. Uh, dude, Tobin is our I effective mean, it, GM. It starts with Joe Burrow. Patriots. It starts with Joe Burrow, and it just filters from there. Yeah, but the like, Patriots GM is Bill Belichick. Exactly. Flew in the. Kansas City landed at the airport in the middle of nowhere, and yeah, I mean, and Het said something about it giving a Norwood vibe, and I said, it "Does a little Norwood vibe with a little more dreariness?" <laughs> Norwood. I don't know, man. You see, like since he can get pretty. Yeah, but Norwood in particular can get pretty dreary. I feel like wait, that maybe I don't know enough about the city, but I feel like. Outside of where we were, we couldn't. My if we tried, we could not have found my my going my on. biggest takeaway yeah. of the city, like in general, and so it's far. AFC Championship weekend. Yeah. yeah, my my biggest takeaway of the city so far, and I noticed this even when we were driving in, it seems very spread out. Yeah, like it seems like there's like multiple like areas that are considered like main areas of the city, and yeah. they're all like on their own islands almost. That seems like a lot of. I don't know if I'm describing this right, but like middle America, I say a lot of it, but like that's just Shooter and I have been to Oklahoma City. Everything was super spread out there. 
Texas, everything's. I mean, Houston. Everybody talks about how spread out Houston. is. I think is that's just huge, it's, it's becoming a popular thing. Where I was talking about this a little bit earlier, like even in Tampa, you're popping up a lot of these areas where they're mixing in a lot of residential, commercial, and retail. It's all like blended yeah. into one, which yeah. is so they're like almost their own yeah ecosystems. Like, but it's still basically. the same. You still same get the city, city address. Which is dumb. Like Houston is crazy. Also, like we the were. That is so, what dude. I think we may have mentioned this a little bit. But we are so thrown off when we Ubered five minutes and we were in Kansas. In Kansas, yeah. <laughs> well, I thought you were making that up when you said we were in Kansas. I was like, no, I was wait, like, I was like, no, we definitely we need, aren't. We need to tell the story of the barbecue tonight because that was on the same street as so our hotel. We we get to Kansas City. Shooter Dan and I drove from Chicago, roughly seven and a half hours. Corey gets in about an hour later. It's like 6 o'clock. We're waiting on an Uber. We get in an Uber and we go to Joe's Kansas City Barbecue, which we knew was at a gas station, which at the time we're like, that makes sense. We're in middle America. Cool. We literally pull up into the fucking, (laughs) into the parking lot. We're like, shit. There is a line from the door out to basically the end of the sidewalk. It's not... We should say... It's not cold outside, but it, it is... Cold. It's cold. It's certainly... It was like 30. It's certainly not a... It was 40. It was 40. Cold regardless. It was cold. Regardless. So we were like, alright. Well, this is definitely the suggestion that we've gotten from everyone. We'll just stick around. Within the first five minutes, we moved. We're like, oh, we'll be in eventually long story short two and a half hours later we're done eating and we're like well that was delicious was it worth two hours of a wait no but it was awesome yeah, i mean we, we talked about great. the barbecue we just didn't really tell the story but yeah the line was but and then it turns out it's not really a gas station like there's Fake the first thing you station, see is man. like yeah. the gas pumps and the um what do you the call sign it? out front, like the sign. They, they the, were advertising prices that were like, yeah, reflected like the pump current like prices. It worked, but you wa- and then they were advertising like three nineteen for eight, like looked like real. Gas. I do think they were selling gas. They're, the pump Maybe looked were, I don't know. It looked but super active. once we got up to the door, we finally snooped around and realized if you go in the other front door, that there's a separate bar area and you can buy beer. So we're drinking chill. beer while we're waiting in line. To purchase barbecue but and more we, beer, but the gas, as far as the hours. gas station goes, there's one fridge. With yeah, them. it's not a convenience it's store. Not, it's a, it's a barbecue. It's store. definitely yeah. a gas station that was possibly a mix of a gas station and a barbecue joint. And they said this is going well, so we're going to expand. It and to the they whole thing. they built a huge barbecue. And once joint. we got up to the front of the line, we asked the guy, "We're like, so is this like, you know." pretty rare for pretty crazy and he's like he just nah, like, this is out. nothing like he said i mean when we left that line was at the same point that yeah, we got in it really three was. hours later he said the two things i heard him say and Corey, correct me if i'm wrong in this were the bills weren't when the bills were in town and in the summer is like way worse yeah which i was like is there something i wanted to ask him like is there something specific about the summer that you guys get way worse but i can't imagine what would be going on? Maybe like a festival? Yeah. It's just easier to stand in line. I guess. Outside I the building. Know. Like people coming in for the Royals. Okay, we're coming up on 48 minutes. So 
Anything else we want to talk about before the unanswerable question, which we already discussed? Quick game preview. Quick game preview. Everybody just do Give like a... Give a score prediction. Quick prediction. I, I'll go first. I'll be super fucking bold here. I think somehow the trenches lean heavily in the Bengals' favor. We blow them out. Fourth quarter's just irrelevant. We end up winning the game. Yeah, we leave in the fourth. I don't think we leave. We don't fucking leave in the fourth. <laughs> but like I think, we could, we could if we wanted. To. I think, I think Kansas City fans leave in the fourth. Yeah, and we you and we hear the New Day chants. Yeah. on fucking the CBS broadcast, and and the best case scenario is Pat Mahomes doesn't take the last snap for fucking the Kansas City Chiefs tomorrow. That'd be sweet. All right, go ahead. That's super bold. Super unlikely, but I'll take that stance. I'm going. I'm gonna hit the over here. Over under, I think, still lingering around 48, 48 and a half. Seems right. I'm gonna go 31 28. King Mac gets back on track. It's a game winner. Hit like that. Do that. That's it. I like that. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna paint a picture real quick. There's five minutes left in the fourth quarter. King Mac, aforementioned, just hits a field goal. To put the Bengals up 27-21. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs have a chance to score a game-winning touchdown. They drive. Oh, they shit. drive down the field. They drive down the field. What? Dude, I'm telling you, man. I think this game's gonna come down to the wire. Yeah. I think Lou Anarumo's defense stands on their head in the red zone and gets a huge stop. Like fourth down, six, fourth down six. in the red I, zone. I think maybe, maybe not fourth down, but like I, th- I think time runs out in the red zone. Like the game ends in the red zone. <sighs> Bengals win by six. Eli 27, Apple 27, 21. At the goal line. I don't know how they do it, but I think 27, 21, and the game ends with the Chiefs with the ball, a chance to win, and the defense makes a play. I don't get my dick hard. I mean, I, I really think that this Bengals team has a chance, and they should. Blow Kansas City out, and I love it, Dan. I love you know, it. Ride the fucking why. train, baby. I mean, we should have beat them. We are the so first, much better than them. The first meeting this this year, we should have beat them by two scores. Agreed. My my prediction, you know, I don't have any philosophy behind it. I'm going twenty eight seventeen, and you know, I think we get a, I think we get it done tomorrow in Kansas City, and you know, we run. That's the some Chiefs good D. out of some good D out of fucking Arrowhead Field. And Love it, and it's gonna be a whole lot of tuna in a can. Also, tuna in a can. No, no, no. Justin Reed. So okay, uh, go ahead. Sorry. The only thing I want to wait, and obviously, I think this will be released after. Probably most likely. Yeah, I mean, not Please. most likely. It's gonna be released after. Yeah. Quick thoughts on the Burrowhead. Because so I'm like I, I I think I love it, but wait. don't don't ever, give them, don't ever give them don't ever give them bulletin it. board material. Yeah, but it kind it. of the bulletin board material kind of came back to us. But I also think bulletin board material is way overhyped. Yeah, it's to yeah, the media yeah. than people actually. That's think. that's part of the game. Right? I think it's that's, because that's Belichick of... hyped it up at some point in his career. But and... at the at the same time, I think like a telltale sign is like after the Bengals beat the Bills, right? We went into Buffalo, we kicked the shit out of them. And all you heard after the game was the Bengals talking about the ticket refunds. 
Like I, it, to me, okay, that, that okay, that's pr- actually, that's proof that they really, listen to that shit and that it does something. Am to I them. am I wrong in that? Was there something that different? No, I guess maybe it was promoted because it was a neutral field. It was the NFL media, and the NFL yeah, they were, wanted that because yeah. maybe in the future that could happen. And it's it was it wasn't the ticket sales; it was more the, the revenue, way it was set up. But the Bengals, I feel like we led that on that like, oh, they were selling tickets, and like Jamar said something, and I'm like, I don't. Like I'm, they I'm, do that. I'm, like you could yeah. buy AFC Championship tickets in Cincinnati yeah. for if well, Jacksonville beat Kansas well, City. Yeah, it, it wasn't the ticket thing. It was more so like I just saw on Twitter today there was a big group of Bengals fans that was getting lunch out here in Kansas City, and there was they took a picture with this banner that was outside the sports bar in Kansas City that had AFC Championship Chiefs versus Bills, a big <laughs> banner that they're advertising for the like the NFL was like printing this shit like yeah. it's it's done. Buy your tickets now. Like we, we also Dude. rigged this whole system. We changed rules to favor the Bills. Some of again, that gets under my again. skin because it's just Cincinnati, and they don't want it to be Cincinnati. They don't want us to be a national brand. Yeah, Corey and I have talked about this, but what's the reason behind Kansas City is not that much bigger? Buffalo, I don't really know what their population is, but do they have that much more of a following than Cincinnati does? I don't know. We're I mean, proving that fan-wise, and, like... And someone posted this the other day, but, like, is Joe Burrow not way more marketable than well, either ha- of those Well, have guys? you ever seen the NFL's TikTok? I don't want to. Do they... I mean... Do they love posted, Joe Burrow? They posted a couple this week that are cringy in favor of Joe Burrow. They posted the Joe Burrow, like, throwing a dime and spinning yeah. video... And, like, the sound that they... You know, like, TikTok is big on, like, the putting a sound with a video. Yeah. The sound that they put was, like, Daddy, Daddy, Daddy. And oh. it was, like... And, and that was that was from the NFL official TikTok. I saw that on Twitter as a Bengals fan. I watched that, and I was, like, Who's, I was what like, are I we, what what are we doing? What are we doing? Chicago accounts and, like, Barstool Chicago. All right. I'm not going to take field slander, because I know that's what this is. <laughs> that, okay, like... Yeah, it's whatever. Well, I don't, and they whatever. talked about it on... PMT, but they were like, I truly believe, and even Edelman said this, like, I believe that Burrow, and, and he probably did know that the camera was on him, but no, that I don't he would he do it, he would do it even if the camera, like, that's and just that, him, that's yeah. just, yeah, I also, the, he probably does it every day, I, I don't know if we want to close, but like, with Burrow, I think there's something to him, and, and I actually was talking about this with my Uber, because he, he literally was asking me, he was not asking me anything about Burrow and his play or anything, he's like, I just want to know, my, my son always talks about his interviews and how, like, he always exudes confidence, but he never, like, lets you in. I'm like, that's exactly what that's it is. That's the point. Like, that's he, the point. He, he is, okay, this is going to be a, a not popular thing, but, like, there's a little bit of Jeter there. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't popular. Okay, but hear me out. Hell, yeah. You I... never knew, so Jeter, tell me if you ever got bad rep on Jeter during his playing career. No. Tell me if you ever knew what was going on in Jeter's head. No, that's fair. You can say whatever you want about Jeter. Overrated defensive player. Overrated overall. <laughs> like, say what you like, want. Like an actually terrible defensive but you player. Never, you, you never... <laughs> it's a really good analogy, though. I do you agree never with could you. have bad rep. Yeah, it's a good analogy. And you can never get in it. You're like, what is Joe Burrow That's kind of his thinking? whole... Like, how do you get yeah. in this guy's head? 
You don't. You and he's. It's not like he sits there and talks shit. Stone Cold. Did Jeter talk shit ever? Did no. I don't know if you if you read ESPN headliners. I just got a notification on the ESPN app today that was talking about Cincinnati's Gucci and Cartier wearing smack talking quarterback. I yeah. said, when has he ever t-? like he doesn't talk? Going it's, up it's it's just everybody talking smack on on his behalf, hey, which hey. pisses everybody else off. And I understand that. If I was a if I was a fan of another team in the AFC, I would hate us. I would hate the. I Bengals. mean, tell me someone who's talked shit opposing that has talked shit about Joe. Yeah, I mean, I mean give me no one. give me something. Like, I don't know but I, I think person. I think opposing fan bases have every right to not like him. Okay, fan but bases if, are, and, and it's, when it comes down to it, fan bases yeah, are we're are ridiculous. Are ridiculous. We're irrelevant. Like, but well, well, they're relevant, but they're ridiculous. Like they, yeah. they don't use you, reason or you're facts. Gonna, I but, I am not as big on Mahomes as a lot of people. I and I'm like I like Mahomes what? a lot. Yeah, he's a hell of a player, and I I have nothing against him. I think maybe it's just because this rivalry is starting to form that I'm just trying to get myself to be like, no, I don't like It's not a rivalry until they beat us. Yeah. I mean, it's (laughs) going to be... We got we got to we got to wrap up because we're coming up on it. Are we doing the unanswerable? Let's do the unanswerable. I think that was a good little... Yeah, it was good. No, this is good. Everything's good. We'll talk about it again because I want to discuss why. You got to do like quick snippet though. What was worse and why was it worse? Logan Wilson getting called for the hold in the Super Bowl or Jeremy Hill fumbling the ball against Easy. the Steelers? Easy. Are we just going? Who wants to go first? I went I mean, first. I, we can just kind of. That was our couch talk. Yeah. Earlier. Yeah, it was our couch talk in the bar. Which we were getting loud. It's, it was the Jeremy Hill fumble. So much worse. Which yeah, I was because, shocked. Because I said... Yeah. Defense so, is reactionary. Yeah, and it, the... the Yeah. Because, like I said, so you don't know what's going to happen. Logan Wilson doesn't get called for a hold. What it's, was that? It's, Third it's down? Fourth down. Yeah, it's fourth, fourth down. down. Fourth and long, though, right? It, it is. Like fourth it's fourth and, and goal. I think it's fourth and... It's either fourth and... They were on, like, the 11. Yeah. yeah it's, they I, were outside, right outside the 10, I want to say. Yeah. Yeah, and so not either, an easy tutty. It's either like fourth and ten, and you have to get to the one, or it's fourth and goal. I don't remember. Yeah, but so you don't know what's gonna happen. Tough call, but the Jeremy Hill fumble at that point, as Bengals fans, we hadn't had that. I mean, we talked earlier about the Raiders game and about that first playoff win and how that felt at the moment, like our mm. a mini Super Bowl. And I stand by that. I I don't know what it was. I think it's Burrow. I think it's the whole new regime. But that whole Raiders game, I was like, I don't know. It's it's close, but I just see. I was I just I was the that was the getting getting the monkey off the back. Yeah, one did yeah. And now and now look look at Burrow five and one in the playoffs. And not to go off track. So like going back, the Jeremy Hill fumble. It's like oh my god, oh my god, we got the ball back. Vontez perfect interception. Oh my god. Right, he runs up the tunnel. And, and I ball. think it was like that was my I was, like I mean, the game is over. The game is over. You know I've should have been. been a Bengals fan, but that was like my coming to. We were all in Oxford. That was like I'm, you know, this we're in it. college. We have twenty Bengals fans in the house, and we are going just ballistic, wild. Yeah. Just hold on to the football. I mean, and so it's just like oh my god, this is the Bengals. 
destiny for our lives. And so now, like, we've turned it around. So I think that was worse for that reason because that was, like, that was that a one, game to win. That one, I would agree, was worse um, for all the reasons that you shared, Corey. I just remember, like, I'll share a quick personal anecdote, like, leaving that game. <laughs> like, I remember I watched that game in Adam's basement, and he had... Adam Robbins. Adam Robbins. Shout out. I know you're listening. Hamilton boy. And I remember we're in his basement and they had like the drop ceiling tiles. You know what I'm talking about? Like the ceiling was really low, but it was like the the tiles that yeah. you could like just pick up. And if you jump too to. high, you were getting... That's I mean, so as, yeah. as soon as Burfick picks that ball off and runs up the tunnel, <laughs> I jump into Adam's arms with my hand up. I accidentally punch through one of his tiles. Like one of his tiles in his ceiling just falls like plaster everywhere. We like ruin his bedroom or his, his basement ceiling. And and then the Jeremy Hill fumble happened. <laughs> that sucked the air out of the room real quick. And we're all sitting there completely speechless. Sure enough, Big Ben has a rubber band for an arm and <laughs> marches down guy. the marches down the field because we're playing Fuck prevent D guy. the entire drive. And they're just getting ten here, fifteen here with A B the whole way down the field. They kicked the game winning field goal. I just remember like the entire basement. It wasn't it was like me, Adam, and like probably 12 to 15 others. Like, after the Steelers kicked that field goal, which Boswell has never missed a kick against the Bengals until, what, last year, maybe? Dude, I think he's... I think neither he, of them could make... I, I, th- I no, think this year. Boswell yeah. and... First game, I, think Boswell Bo- and I want to say Tucker. Boswell started, like, 30 or 30 against the Bengals. Like Boswell some and Justin Tucker, I'm pretty sure, have never missed a kick yeah. in... In Paul Brown. Brown. Yeah. Like, ever. But regardless, regardless, Boswell hits that kick. I just, I just remember there's like at least a dozen of us in Adam's basement. Nobody says a word to anybody. I was the first one out. I just didn't look at anybody. I just walked up his steps. I went and sat in my car and that was like, we were in high school, like very soon after we got our licenses and I had my car outside of his, outside of his house and I get in my car and it was raining. I remember it was raining pretty hard. Yeah. And I night. I get in my car. I didn't even I couldn't even start my car. I sat in my car with the rain coming down on my windshield for an hour outside of Adam's house. I watched all of my friends leave from his street and I was the last one just sitting there in my car. Couldn't even start it to get like the humidifier or vent going. I was just sitting the there in, in complete silence. Sitting there in complete silence. I think Kendrick. that's a really good point, and I'll I'll wrap it up with this. That was AJ McCarron, right? Yeah, cause, that was because Dalton didn't play. And that was game. Andy's like MVP season before yeah. he broke his. Was it his thumb that he broke against the yeah, Steelers? Bro, he got a tackle. But I'll wrap it up with that. Like, that's a really good point. Of that shit sucked, but it was so expected, and now I think every fan of the Bengals can admit the expectation is just just win it doesn't matter how ugly it is it doesn't matter what happens we're probably just gonna win and tomorrow we're, we're probably that. just gonna win Yeah. cool thank you guys for coming on thank you guys for listening this is long but if you got through any of it appreciate it bedside conies Tell your friends, like, subscribe. Thank you guys. Who they? Who they? Who they? Who they think gonna beat them Bengals? They can pass and kick and run, watching them as lots of fun. Who they? Who they? Who they think gonna beat them Bengals? Riverfront is where we play. Bengals, let's say.